around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everybody. We're so glad to join you today. We're just sitting here at home. We've taken a little time off to rest. Home. Home. We're actually at home. What a concept. (laughs) We're not even at the office. We're at home. We're at home. (laughs) You know, makes me think of... uh, you know, what was it, E.T.? Home. Call home. <laughs> Call home. So here we are, and we are home, just sitting here in our kitchen bar, and uh, we're going to visit with you today about the good things that we know that, that God has for all of us by the Holy Ghost. And, you know, Terry and I just pray all the time that, that what we say when we're here on the podcast, and then as well as what we actually uh, minister and preach in places that Terry goes and we're there to exhort and care for the flock of God, that it's by the Holy Ghost and it's the miraculous opportunity that the Spirit of God gives the church to speak spontaneously, extemporaneously, and on purpose by the power of God. So we expect the Holy Ghost to work There's on Paul your and behalf. Tammy from Rom- Romania, Romania are watching. We just started. Watching. How can you be watching already? Hey guys, we love y'all so much. Darryl we're so Sherry. glad you're there. Yes, we, we're just going to talk to you today about some great things. Um, Terry and I had a, a wonderful um, experience last Friday night. We were with our great friends from Baytown, Texas, Pastors Todd and Cindy oh, yeah. Mooring. Yeah. And there's just been such a tenderness in my heart ever since then. Um, they are the best praise and worship musician leaders, people in the country. And their son Leland wrote this fantastic, marvelous, such an anointed song called Carry to the Table. And it makes us realize, once again, all the gift that God has oh, given yeah. to us. Oh, yeah. carried to the table to a place I don't belong. To a place I don't belong. Jesus, Jesus made it where we could belong. Jesus made it where we could belong. And that's all the, you know, all the great things that God has given to us. And as Terry says, these aren't just promises, but let's look at the word, like he says, that they're purchases Absolutely. by the precious blood Absolutely. of Jesus. We talk about all the promises in the Bible, and yeah. really, really they're purchases that Jesus paid for in blood and yes. gave them to us. And it's a legal document. Absolutely. It's a legal transaction that the blood of Jesus Christ was used to transfer inheritance from him to us. And we share along with him, seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And so what we felt like we'd like to share with you today were some wonderful things, again, on each of you taking authority. The little phrase that I used all my life to help me program my brain was, when I get there, God gets there. Oh, yeah. And then when, you know, Terry's taught on spiritual authority now for decades, and so each of you, whether you're a head of a household, your parents together, you're parenting, you're, you're working together, uh, you're in an office where you're the only believer or no one else there, even though they're Christians, don't know how to do this. When you get on the bus, God gets on the bus and he expects you that oh, every place the sole of your foot touches. And that his attitude is if he's ordered your steps then he expects for you to be there, not just show up and be there. (laughs) He wants you to be full of the Holy Ghost, sensitive to the Spirit of God, and do something if you need to to help somebody else or protect those that need help. So we just want to, you know, let the man of God here talk to you and share with you some good stuff that we know is going to just really edify each of us. Well, let me say to the people listening on podcasts, both uh, today live and uh, in the future when they pull up an archive and listen to today's podcast, we're actually doing two things at once. We're doing the podcast, right. which is audio, and then uh, we're actually doing a Facebook Live. That's so right. 
So for the Facebook Live people, they're actually watching us and they're sending us messages and Julie Moore just sent us a message and, and Paul and Kimmy Croissant and, and uh, Romania and several other friends are messages are rolling up now. Right. So every now and then we'll stop and say, hey, Julie, hey, Paul, you know, and, and so the people on the podcast may not know what's going on. That's right. So Glad you just said thought that. I'd give a just a preemptive uh, <laughs> right. a little explanation That's of why. Right. Uh, why it's it's uh, doing that right now? Pastor Daryl and Sherry Dolby from from Illinois just love popped up and said they love us and we love you guys too. But anyway, those of you listening just to the audio today are in the in the future somewhere you've pulled up an, an right. archive of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We are doing a live uh, Facebook, so we'll, we <laughs> yeah may, we're not sitting in we, a store window <laughs> waving at our yeah parents. we're not we, we're not just making up names you know and say hey you know <laughs> so anyway right. uh, right. no spiritual authority my my Renee that's that's such a powerful powerful and and, and, right. and as I've said many times over the last decades that I've been teaching it, I think it's 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 it, we've bare the church of Jesus Christ has barely scratched the surface no, that's true. of spiritual authority. God put us here that's to be true. in absolute dominion. He didn't even use the word authority. No. He used the word dominion. Genesis one twenty six. He said, "Now let us make man." He's already made the animals. He's already made the earth. He's yeah. already made all the beautiful flowers. He's already made everything gorgeous, wonderful. Earth, this this blue marble he put out in space, this globe that he hung wow. out in space, hung it on faith, and it stayed yeah. there, and uh, spoke it into Still existence starving. with his word, right. and calls all the stars by name. I mean, mm. put all that stuff there by his word, and then he and then he said, "Now, Genesis one twenty six. Now, let us make man, meaning men and women. Let us right. make man in our likeness, in our image, and let them, them men, them men and women, them people, <laughs> them humans, let them have dominion." Yeah. He didn't just say, let them have authority, let them have faith, let them have power. Mm-hmm. He said, let them have dominion. He said, I right. want them to dominate. He said, let them have dominion over the, over the fowl of the air, yeah. the beasts of the field, the, the fish of the sea, and over all the earth. So in right. other words, earthquakes, tornadoes, you know, hurricanes, well, fire, wildfire. I mean, all that. So he said, and over all the earth, have dominion mm-hmm. over the animals, the birds, the fish, the animals, but also over all the earth. Right. That's a big place. That man. That's twenty five thousand miles around the middle. Wow! And uh, God said, "Let them have dominion over it." And so the church has supposed to been supposed to have been <laughs> in dominion all these years. All thank these God years. for faith. Thank God for power. Thank God for authority. All those are good Bible words. But He actually said, hey, "Let them dominate." I want my people to dominate. And so uh, we teach on that a lot. And pastors ask no, me all right. the time that's to come right. to their church and do a two or three day seminar, or four day seminar, five day seminar, ten day seminar. Um, on on spiritual authority, and it's and something that every believer, church. every yeah. man, every woman, every boy, every girl re- has to grow into that and realize, right. hey, I'm here to dominate. God wants me right. to run things, right. and especially in your life. I mean, you know, God God spoke this yeah, world into existence there. with a with a word, <laughs> yeah, and yet we couldn't there. create a golf ball with our word. No, that's but right. but yet you can start with your own life and your health and your your finances and your family and your situations where you start that's decreeing right. and declaring that's the word right. of God and being in dominion, being dominating uh, the, the your life and that, that surrounds you. And you, you can't world. go over you can't go over to your neighbor and start dominating yeah. them. But you know, you you start you start declaring things about you that you're your a body. king. The Bible yeah. says that you are a king. He hath made you. For Revelation chapter five, he chapter one, five, five and six, he hath made you. Past tense hath 
made, past tense, already done did. He hath made what? you kings and, and priests, priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever. Amen. Hallelujah. And same thing in Revelation chapter 5 and verse 10. He hath made, he hath he made, has. he past tense. Not, not when you get to heaven. Yeah. He's not going to make you king when you get to heaven. He's not going to make you a priest when you already get to heaven. There. You can't That's get right. to heaven unless you are already a That's king right. and a priest. Because the only ones that can come into his throne room is a priest. And so uh, you're going to have to be a priest in order to walk boldly into that throne room that he told you you could walk boldly into. So it's not that we wait till we get to heaven and he said, all right, here, here I'm going to anoint you a king and anoint you a priest. No, no, no. He says he's already done it. It is a past tense done deal. You have been made a king and a priest. And so how do, how do, how do kings rule? Right. They rule by decree. By they decree. speak. That's what they say. You know, in the Old Testament, the there was words. only three offices ever anointed. There was right. only three offices that where the prophet exactly. of God would go and take a, a, a horn and pour the oil into it, sim, sim, symbolizing the power of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. and then pour it over uh, the head and down the hair and the beard and the clothes and down to the floor, and that anointed them of the Holy Ghost to fulfill that office that God had set them in That's or right. called them to. There's only That's three right. offices ever anointed, and it was the office of the prophet, prophet. the office of the priest, and the office of the king. king. And so we, we still have those three offices That's today. Right. We still have the office of the prophet. Not everybody that prophesies in church is a, is a prophet, but there are prophets yeah. of the land, prophets of God right. uh, today, all anointed and called. And certainly, certainly Christians can prophesy by the Holy Ghost in church, but that doesn't make them a prophet. God actually calls some and sets them apart in the office or the ministry of a prophet. And so we still have that office of the mm -hmm. prophet. And then every believer is a king, and every believer is a priest. Now, now, what does a, what, what, what's the job of a prophet? The prophet was to reveal God to man. He was the man of God. He was, to re, he was a seer. He saw right. in the spirit. He That's saw right. things. He God saw in the future. But he also, his job, his literal job, mm -hmm. was to reveal God to man. That's right. He would come to man and reveal God to them. Right. The office of the prophet revealed God to man. Then the office of the, of the priest was to redeem man to mm -hmm. God. Right. He was to bring the man, you know, get his right. sins forgiven, clean him up, wash <laughs> him in right. blood in the, the Old Testament, and, yeah, you know, and uh, get all that done, and then present him to God. So the priest's job was to redeem man to God. Mm -hmm. The prophet's job was to reveal God to man. Right. And then the priest's job, the king's job, was to rule. That's right. He's just, that's rule his job. He's a rule. You're, you're a king, so rule. How do you yeah. rule? How did the kings rule? By right. decree. They declared a thing. Job said, declare a thing and it will be established it'll unto be you. Established. Declare a thing and it will be established unto you. And so uh, today that hasn't changed just because we're in the New Testament. No, that's God right. still has the office of the prophet. Then he's made every believer a king and every believer a priest. And so as a, as a priest, your job, believer, man, woman, boy, girl, your job, Christian, right. your job as a priest is to be a soul winner or to redeem man to God. The only thing you're anointed to do or the number one thing you're anointed to do is to be a soul winner. Right. In fact, Romans tells us that we have the ministry of reconciliation. Wonderful? Ministry of reconciliation. The ministry. And you say know, I've had people loud. tell me for years I and years and years, Renee, you say, oh, but my ministry is this, oh, but my ministry is that. Yeah. I remember being in your church years and years ago, and Dean, your, your husband, my dear friend, Dean had taken a girl, a lady, out of the praise and worship team and set her down. <laughs> oh, my Lord, ruined her life, she thought. And so when I came to preach as a visiting missionary, <laughs> missionary visiting yeah, apostle, right. she came running to me. 
Oh, Brother Terry, Pastor Dean has ruined my life. He's, he's ruined my life. I thought, what did he do? He, he took me off the praise team and, and destroyed my ministry, ruined my ministry, took my ministry away from me. And I just laughed, and I said, and I called her by name, and I said, oh, sister. I said, that's not your ministry. Yeah. That's not, your, Pastor didn't ruin your ministry, destroy your ministry. I said, I said, you singing in the praise team and in the praise group, that's not your ministry. Right. That's your talent. Right. I said, that's your talent. You were maybe chosen not. and put up there because you were talented. And then maybe not so talented and you got taken down. Or maybe, maybe you know, not. I don't know. what what. I mean, maybe he's picking your nose while you're singing. I don't know. But he set you down <laughs> for a reason. Right. But that did not take right. your ministry away from you because that right. wasn't your ministry in the first place. Your ministry is to be a soul winner. Your no, ministry right. is to win right. souls. I said, you need to get out and do your ministry, the ministry because the word says in Romans, Paul said to the Romans, you have the ministry, we have the ministry of soul winning, of reconciliation, reconciliation, to reconcile God to man, to oh, redeem right. man to God. That's your job as a that's priest. Right. Every right. believer is a priest of God with the job, the anointing, win souls. That's win right. souls. And then, that's of course, right. the king is, is a ruler, and he rules by decree and so we come at spiritual authority from that position and say hey you're in dominion you're in authority you're saved you're born again you're full of the holy ghost now you need to be out winning souls and you need to be out dominating your space no that's right i mean dominating the place where god has you well and that's that's the whole that's con- good preaching it is good preaching and that's good, good word that'll you help did you good you did good you know, i got so excited i just hit my i just hit my microphone down there so people on the podcast may have got the <laughs> May got a pop in their ear. But I, they, I just wanted to add because hello, I, I, Alfonso we, Vargas. Yes, they on go Texas. And I saw missionary Aaron Cole. Amigo mio. Uh, Aaron was on there. Aaron was on there. Oh, Aaron's, so a, Aaron's a missionary. I've known God Aaron and Carrie Cole since they were teenagers. I mean, since before they got married. Well, well. and and they're old folks now. I mean, not as old as me, not as but old you know, <laughs> I've known Aaron and Carrie forever, and they're right. just tremendous missionaries in uh, living in Guadalajara. Guadalajara. But not only that, Aaron travels all over the world. He was just in Argentina, and and uh, his mother's been a missionary in Africa for decades, and he was just in Africa not long ago. Wow. Anyway, we love these guys that are popping up. Debbie That's Lowe, right. hi Debbie, and uh, uh, just just Alfonso has been a friend forever and ever and ever. No, that's right. And, we're just, uh, you know, and we get excited, you know, when we're talking. If you could, every, there's when Sherry Tersiak. We just had lunch with her yesterday. Yeah, if you have thought about you all day today, Sherry. We've been praying for you. That's and the stuff right. we talked about yesterday. That's and right. I tell you, I believe God's going to put you back in the mission fields. Amen. You know, there, there's so many things God's trying to do in these last days. But as Terry was saying. We are left here on this earth. If you're alive and breathing, then you are to take dominion. And I was thinking while you were saying that, Terry, I just had this thought that, you know, it's one thing to be given a badge by the police department that you can go out and, and uh, you can, you know, exact justice and, and uh, sure. do the job that you're supposed to do to protect and serve. But it's different than that. It's higher than that than to just have a oh, badge. Absolutely. We do have oh, a badge. Yeah. We've been branded, marked, sealed till the day of Jesus Christ appearing. But it's different. To have dominion means that you have a position seated oh, at the right hand of the throne of God. Absolutely. We're not only inheriting the blessing and those great purchases we talked about at the first of the program, but we are here to dominate by 
authority, Absolutely. by leadership, and by the very position that we have, just as if the Lord Jesus were here on earth doing that, and he walked into the grocery store, sure. or he walked into uh, the office, yeah. or he was living next door to you, or he was in your home, or he was a family member, somebody's got to take authority. No, that's right. Or the enemy is going to work through ignorant people, disobedient, and even evil people, because the Bible says some don't even have faith. It says that there are wicked and unscrupulous people that don't even have faith. So that's, no, that's another right. whole that's class right. of evil that's been set loose in the earth that's certainly being used and manipulated by the spirit of Antichrist. And we are here on the earth fighting that spirit. Sure. And Paul what that said, spirit of Antichrist is trying to do is to stop all of you, all right. of us, I, from preaching the gospel yeah, and Satan's, being a priest and a king unto God. He's right. trying to stop that. He wants us to stop preaching and stop spreading the good news and stop shining the light where the light's dim and stop, stop shining the light in darkness. That's, that's right. his job as the Antichrist is to be anti that's right. Anything, Anything. That's, that's Jesus. When you show up, just, re, just remember, all hell stands there to stop you. Right. And if you don't become proactive, and I think the best way is we've said so many times to start practicing dominion is in your prayer life. Oh, absolutely. To get, start doing it at home. Take authority over your life. Absolutely. Don't be intimidated by a bill you didn't know showed up in the mail. Don't be intimidated by a bad a report card from one of your children. Begin to take authority over the spirit that want to bring defeat and, and pressure and harassment. And like Mark chapter 4 says, you know, persecution, affliction, <laughs> trouble sure, of any sure. kind that would try to come against and you and your family. And all those evil and unscrupulous men That's that God right. said we ought to be delivered from. That's right, and we've got to we've got to stand against the spirits of darkness that work through those kinds of folks. We've got to learn to have dominion and not be intimidated and Absolutely. fearful. And we certainly can't let the enemy manipulate us emotionally in our mind or in some way not think right according to the Word of God. And Terry and I have been hanging on to some, to some scriptures here and really believe in God about the levels of, of mind and soul and spirit, emotions, health, all of these things that are so important for everybody. Don't sell yourself short Amen. and not believe that God doesn't want you to be sanctified holy to the coming of the Absolutely. Lord, spirit, soul, and body. And Daniel chapter 4 is one of those scriptures we've been talking about having a, the right use of our mind. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And so we can exercise that authority and we're not led by erroneous thoughts silly carnal things and that we really walk in authority I'm, you had a request that somebody tell that story about Jackie's mother oh somebody asked me the and other so day they wrote me and, and we've already story. been in this thing 17 minutes so I don't know how long we need to oh, go but just take the time but, to uh, somebody wrote me the other day and they said brother Terry would you would you please uh, retell or re they asked me to do it on Facebook in, in a writing but I can do it here uh, you know audio as well but uh, they said they said you told about a lady that uh, had uh, you had tried to get healed, and then she had just married somebody, and she died because she had given them spiritual authority instead of you. And I said, "Yeah, actually, that was my mother-in-law. That was Jackie's mother, right. who I a... love dearly. Right, Her name was right, Dean right. Dilly, and and I loved I love. We called her Dindo, and uh, uh, it was back in 1978, actually, and uh, and she had. Uh, uh, 
her, her Jackie's mom and dad had divorced, and so uh, she was single. And so she met a guy and uh, fell in love with him, and he was a nice guy, really nice guy. And he was a Baptist. He, he was saved, born again, didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit, didn't know anything about the gifts of the Spirit, didn't know anything about healing, but he was a really nice guy, loved God. He was a Christian, and he, he was a smart guy. He was a professor at a college and a university. Right, and I and uh, just, a, just a nice guy. And, uh, and so... Um, they came to me, uh, came to Jackie and I, and they said, uh, we want to get married. Would you marry us? And I said, sure, I'll marry you. And so we, we just did a ceremony, you know, in the house, you know, with just family around. And I performed the ceremony and, and, and married them. And, uh, uh, I mean, it wasn't, but just, uh, I think the same year they were married, uh, I, I don't think they'd been married a year. They could have been married maybe 14 months, but I think it was more like 11 months, not, not even married. Uh, very long at all, and uh, and she was really suffering. My mother-in-law, Jackie's mom, was really suffering with uh, uh, asthma, really bothering her. And so they were out in West Texas, and the wind blowing, and all that stuff. And uh, it was July, and it was hot, and and uh, we were going to come up to Tulsa. We were living in Texas, and oh. Brownwood, Jackie and I were, and and you and Dean visited us there. And um, and so we were going to come up to Brother Hagen's camp meeting in Tulsa like we always had. Brother Kenneth right. Hagen always had right. his camp meeting. Ken Jr. still has the camp meeting uh, <laughs> right, here in right. Tulsa. Uh, only has it at Raymond now in the last week of July. Brother Hagen always had it downtown at the convention center the last week of July. Yeah. And it's always miserable, Good hot memories. in Tulsa the last <laughs> week of July. It's like it Brother Hagen's camp meeting is like 110, 113. No, that's right. But anyway, uh, we were going we to come. And so one day I just said to Jackie, I said, hey, baby, I've got an idea. I said, why don't you go out and see your mom? That was about three or four hours away. And I said, why don't you go out and see your mom, take the kids, take this visit, the visit, the one visit their grandma. And I said, and tell your mom that we would like her to go to Tulsa with us. We'll pay her expenses. She can ride with us. We'll get her a hotel room. We'll, we'll take care of all of her ex expenses and go to camp meeting with us. And I want to introduce her to brother Hagen and I want the prophet of God to pray for her. Right. And I believe if the prophet of God prays for her, she'll come with us and go out there and see the prophet of God. I believe that uh, I believe she'll be healed. I'll be God a healer. And Jackie said, that's a great idea. I'll, I'll do that. And so right. she was all right. happy about it. I was happy about it. And so she took the kids and, and, and ran out uh, to uh, uh, see her mom. And then she stayed three or four days, and then she came back. And when she came back, she said to me, uh, she said, Mother says uh, she... Uh, won't go to Tulsa with us. And I said, well, why not? And she said, well, okay. I don't know. She just said she, she wouldn't go. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, Renee, and I know people have heard me tell this story, but I, I literally, I got so angry. I just got so, so angry. I could not explain, even to myself, how angry I was. I couldn't, I couldn't understand why I was angry. Yes. I, I couldn't explain why I was angry. And I wasn't angry up here. I was angry in here, but I didn't know how to explain that. I just was... I was I was so mad. I mean, I've never cussed in my life, but I wanted to cuss. You know, I mean, I just it's like uh, my mama used to tell me. She said she she said you'd make a preacher cuss, and I thought I thought well, that's exactly I, I am with my with with Jackie's mom. But right. it just made me so mad. And then it embarrassed me that it made me so mad. And Jackie said, well, why are you mad? I said, I don't know why I'm mad, but I really am mad. I'm so angry. I just don't know what's going on. And, and, and I even told myself, I said, hi, well, Kathy Joe. I said, I don't know. I, I don't understand why I care so much. There's millions of people who won't go to camp meeting. I mean, so what? Right. She, she says she didn't go to camp <laughs> meeting. So right. what? There's millions of yeah. other people on the planet that aren't, aren't going either. either. It's none of my business. Uh, you know, I don't know why I'm so mad. But anyway, I mean, I was mad for, for, for the whole time. I was mad the whole time before we went to camp meeting and then when we got to camp meeting. 
and, and I just couldn't understand why. And I'd, I'd talk to myself, you know, I'd talk to Jackie, but then I'd go off by myself and say, Terry, what's wrong with you? Why are you so angry? You've never been this angry before in your life. What is wrong with you? It's none of your business if she comes to camp meeting or not. Anyway. I think that's a clue to what's going on in the spirit when God's trying to help us. Well, the Holy Ghost is. is talking to us. I just didn't us, know it then. And we don't know what's happening in the spirit. And that lets yeah. you know the passion. Because it wasn't me that was mad. It was the no. Holy Ghost that was mad. Yeah, that lets you know the passion of God and you know, involved Renee, in our lives. That's happened to me. I didn't recognize it at the time. And the next time it happened, I didn't recognize it. But the third, fourth, and fifth times it happened over the yeah, years when it's happened, clues. all of a sudden I thought, dear God, every time this happens, somebody dies. Yeah. Every time this happens, somebody dies. Right. And anytime I get this mad and this angry and, and don't know why, and realize, hey, that's the Holy Ghost is angry because he Ghost. wanted to help them and they He's wouldn't get to help. trying to help you fulfill and, the and, pr promises. and yeah. the, Trying and to answer our prayers, our prayers. Trying to answer her prayers. And she is praying, oh, God, heal me. Yeah. You know? and, and, and anyway, we went to camp meeting without her. And we had a great time. Camp meeting was wonderful. And we saw so many. There's Gary Hash. Hey, Gary. We're going to be out in North Carolina, by the way, in about a couple of weeks yeah. preaching. We ought to have coffee. But anyway, um, we went to camp meeting, and it was great. It was wonderful. We saw so many friends, and it was just wonderful. But this was back in 1978, so this yeah. was no, no cell phones, you know, no communication except calling home yeah. long distance. Y'all yeah. people don't know what long distance means anymore. Right. But but so so we went to camp meeting. You know how camp meeting was? It's all day long. And all we'd day, go down all to night. We'd go down to the convention yeah. center stay right. all day long. All day. And, you know, Monday through Saturday for a whole week. And so we did that, and finally Saturday night camp meeting was over, and it was wonderful. And, and then Sunday we went to a, a local church, and I think maybe to Buddy Harrison's church down on 3rd Street. He had just started uh, in 78. He had just mm -hmm. started FCF, Faith Christian Fellowship. And, uh, and then on Monday we just ran around with some friends, and then we were going to go home on, on Tuesday. On Tuesday. And uh, we were just running around with some friends. and I mean, dear friends like Jan Janie and Bill Grind. We ran around with them all day. and. We even stopped by the church and had Janny play the piano and, you know, Aww. did the anointing just fail, you know. And, yeah, yeah. and we ran around with Larry Huggins and just different friends and had meals, you know, breakfast with somebody, lunch with somebody, right, right. dinner with somebody. And finally, we got back to our hotel late, late uh, Monday night. And when we got in there, uh, the, the, the message light on the, on the motel phone was blinking. So I went over to the, to the phone and picked it up and called the front desk and said, hey, my message light is on. Do you guys have, hey, Mark. Uh, have you got some uh, people, <laughs> have I got a message? And they said, yes, you've got an emergency message. Uh, the message is, uh, there's an emergency call home. And uh, hi, Gabby, all the way from Manzanillo in Mexico. We love you. Que Dios te guarde, Dios te, te bendiga. Te, te amo mucho. And uh, we just, uh, he, I said, well, what's the message? And he said, the message is that your, your wife's, or no, no, that's not true. Uh, the message is call home, so I called home. And so uh, when I called home, I got a hold of some of the, the relatives there. And uh, they said, uh, Terry said, uh, Dean, uh, Jackie's mom, Dino, uh, died today. And we've been trying to get a hold of you, but she died. And I'm sitting there on the phone listening. Jackie's sitting over there, you know, waiting for me to get off the phone. And I'm sitting there listening, thinking, I'm going to have to hang the phone up and tell my wife that her mother's dead. That's, 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 that's bad. There's nothing good about this. And so, uh, so I said, well, you know, well, what'd she die of? They said, well, you know, asthma said we put, she couldn't breathe, we put her in the hospital, and, uh, and she died. And so I hung the phone up, and I, I stopped and sat Jackie down, and I told her, I said, darling, you know, your mom passed away today. And, and of course, she's crying, and I'm crying, and, and I said, you know, there's no reason for us to spend the night here. We might as well just pack up and go. We're not going to get any sleep. 
it's an 11 hour drive out to West Texas, so let's just pack our bags and go and, and not even sense in trying to stay here tonight and we'll just, we'll just drive all night and be there in the morning. And so we started packing our bags. And while we were packing, I said to the Lord, just, just, just me and the Lord, I said, I said, Lord, that's not right. That, that, that's not right. What, what, what's the deal? That's, that's, that's wrong. I said, that's my mother-in-law. That's Jackie's, that's Jackie's mother. That, 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 I mean, how could she die and me not know it? How, how could she die and you not tell me? You know, you, you're supposed to tell me what's going on. And I'm supposed to know what's going on. And, uh, and I'm almost fussing at the Lord about it, you know. And the Lord said to me, he said, uh, since she is married, remarried, she has not called you one time for prayer. And I said, really? Are you sure? Is that right? Lord didn't say anything. And I said to Jackie, I said, darling, I said, uh, since your mom remarried, uh, has she called us for prayer? Because she called us for prayer always, always, always. Anytime she got in trouble, anytime she got sick, anytime she needed something, I don't care what it was, she'd get on the phone and find us or she'd tell the relatives, find Terry and Jackie, wherever they are in the world, find them. And so they'd find us and we'd get on the phone and we'd pray for her and she'd be fine. Or if we were there locally, then we'd go pray for her and she'd be fine. Every time, every time, every time. And, uh, and I said, darling, has, has, uh, has your mom had us pray for her since uh, she's remarried? And Jackie said, well, I don't know. And she's crying, you know. And I said, well, think about it. I said, it's important. And I said, think about it. Stop and think about it. And so we sat and thought about it. And just the month she's been married, well, no, I don't think she has. She hadn't called us one time for prayer. So I said to the Lord then. I walked back over the other corner of the room. And I said, okay, Lord, she hadn't called us for prayer. So what? <laughs> What's your point? What's the big deal? And uh, he said, the big deal is that you were her spiritual authority. Right. Well, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Pow. You were her spiritual authority. Right. She looked to you as her spiritual authority. When she needed something from the Word of God, she needed something from God, she needed something from heaven, she needed the Word, she needed prayer, she looked to you, and she knew it would be taken care of. Mm -hmm. You had spiritual authority in her life. Exactly. And you know, we're all like that. All, everybody listening to us today, everybody, you know somebody, either friends or relatives, that look to you as their spiritual authority, or, and, and people that you look to as, as your spiritual authority. I saw Debbie Lowe in here a while ago, and I could tell a tremendous story about Debbie Lowe, uh, he being in the hospital and, and just a serious complication, and and she uh, and, and the doctors told her she was going to she was going to be paralyzed, and and uh, a lot of details to this, but we're in this so far. I'll, I'll I'll tell it another time, but uh, she said she said to John B. to her husband, who, who's her pastor, who's a man of God, mm -hmm. but she said, call Terry, find Terry. And so John got on the phone and found me, you know. Tremendous story. And, uh, and, and, and she got on the phone and told me, said, Doctor, I'll be paralyzed the rest of my life. Tremendous and, and testimony. I, and I said, oh, oh sugar, I'll, 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 man, I'll hang this phone up and I'll get there and I'll call Jackie and I'll get her a ticket and we'll be there. And she said, no, you don't have to come. Just just pray for me. You're, you're my man of God. You're, you're my apostle. And uh, see, Paul said, I'm not an apostle to everybody, but I am to you. And see, that's what Debbie said. She said, well, you're, you're my apostle. Now, even though John was her pastor, she had been with me on crusades and seen miracles, and and so you know she looked she looked to me for that for that apostolic anointing, and uh, she said, "You just pray for me, and uh, and I'll get out of this bed when you say Amen." And I just kind of didn't even listen to her. I just I was still thinking about what she was telling me and how to get me and Jackie there to, to pray for. Her. And I said, I said, David, don't worry about it. So we're going to be there tomorrow, tomorrow, the next day at the latest. We'll we'll be there. We'll get you out of that bed. And she said, Terry, listen to me. You don't have to. You don't have to come. I don't even want you to come. She said, "I want you to pray a crusade prayer, like you pray That's in so crusade. Good. Don't you pray a crusade prayer, as my apostle, as my man of God? And when you say Amen, I'm getting out of this bed." 
And I said, oh, and I heard her that time. I said, oh, okay, great. And so I prayed for her in the name of Jesus, and I tell you what, I said amen. She got out of that bed, totally healed, completely healed. Thank you, Lord. And still healed Hallelujah. today, aren't you, sweetie? But anyway, uh, uh, the Lord said to me, since she married, remarried, uh, she, unbeknownst to her, she didn't know she did it, but she she transferred spiritual authority oh, from right. Jackie and I that's right. to her husband. She didn't know she did it. I mean, she wouldn't have said, hey, I transferred spiritual authority to, to, to my husband. She, she wouldn't have thought that. She wouldn't have thought None that. of us even knew those terms and knew, you know, how to even say that. But that's exactly what she did. She, whenever, she, uh, whenever she married Paul, Paul Cutter, we called him Big Paul because my son was, was Paul, so we called Paul Big Paul. So since she married Big Paul, then not once ever did she ask me to pray for her again because subconsciously she had transferred spiritual authority Mm -hmm. from Jackie and I to where anytime she was in trouble, she called us to Paul for him to be her authority, which would have been fine if he had 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 it. it. But he didn't have it. Not that he's a bad guy. He's a good guy. But he just didn't know anything about spiritual authority and didn't have the spiritual. That's why you've heard me say so many times over the the years that... uh, Pay attention. Y'all. That it doesn't ma- That if there wasn't a devil, now listen. If there was not a devil, it hey, wouldn't. Ma- it wouldn't matter where you go to church. It wouldn't matter where you go to church. You can just go to church anywhere. Go to the big church downtown. It's got all the smoke machines and the lights and the mirrors and the kids program and the children's program and the and the babies program and the teens program and the singles program and everybody else's program. You know that'd be fine. It wouldn't matter where you go to church. No oh, right. But because there is a devil, no, that's it a, makes a big difference big where difference. you go to church. Big you need difference. a pastor that will fight hell for you. You need a That's pastor right. that has spiritual authority. You need a pastor that is the shepherd of the sheep, and he's just like David when he's out there playing that harp and watching those sheep for his daddy, and he hears one of them crying out there, bleeding, and he he goes out there and says, put that sheep down, that belongs to my daddy. He took that sheep out of that bear's mouth, took the sheep out of the lion's mouth, and the Bible says when the lion rose against him, David caught him by his beard. This is a 17-year-old kid. Caught him by his beard yeah. and killed him. Now, you know, if you look it's in your big fierce. fancy Bibles, you know, and, and you go to the Bible museums and Christian museums and big, there's fa- there's a famous, famous painting right. of David killing that bear in that line. That's right. But it shows him standing off at about 40 yards, <laughs> and the bear's over there about yeah. 40 yards, and the line's over it's there about 40 the yards, and, and David's got his sling, and he's slinging it and about yeah. to kill that, that, that animal with a stone. That's not what the, David yeah. said to Saul in 1 Samuel 17. He said, when he rose, rose against, against me, me, I caught him by his beard. And killed him. And that's up close and personal. And that's the kind of pastor you need. You need a pastor because there is a devil. And you need a pastor that will preach the word of God to you in an uncompromised fashion. And you need a pastor that will go out there and take you out of the devil's mouth. And when he rises up against you, he'll grab him by his beard and just knock the... Shows you how to pick your friends and who to marry. <laughs> Amen. You know. But anyway, that's the story in a nutshell of, of Jackie's mom's passing. Is that is that I didn't know it. Jackie didn't know it. She didn't know it. Her husband didn't know it. But she had transferred authority, spiritual authority, spiritual dominion, mm-hmm. dominion from Jackie and I, who knew how to fight hell. No, that's right. To her nice, wonderful husband, right. but didn't know how to fight hell. And therefore, he could have, had he had he had that, he could have done it. But right. since he didn't have it, he couldn't do it, and she died, and we buried her, all because of spiritual authority. Well, that's uh, very sobering, and it's, and not only that, but it's yeah, that's also... That's not one of those victorious testimonies. You know, but it lets you know that conversely, on the other side, 
that the fierceness of the fight will determine really how you're going to have to win this thing because this isn't something that's just for the the faint of heart no it's for people that are courageous and terry and i have have just we've just really decided that you're going to have to have the soul the mindset a sound strong mind that isn't ruled by an emotional feeling that you're going to stand in the very difficult storms of life and every attack and become, like Paul said, uh, be hardened to the difficulties. Be a good soldier. Be a good soldier. Of the well, kingdom of God. Well, say what we've been saying for the last several months, you know, yeah. the fierceness. It is. The fierceness of the Old Testament. And you, then you the, need to have the, the fierceness yeah. of an Old Testament warrior. Right. I mean, fierce. Those guys, the Bible said, could sling stones with the right hand or the left. They could use a sword with either hand. I mean, they'd, they'd build a wall with one hand and, and have a sword in the hand with the other. They were ready. They said that it said they knew how to put the battle in array. In array. And it also first says Chronicles that they were men 12. that had wisdom of the times. Yeah, First Chronicles right. twelve, and and knew what Israel ought to do. That's right. Man, they stood with David. They fought. So you need the fierceness right. of an Old Testament warrior, but. Combine it with the compassion, yeah, the, the balance, love, the yeah. grace, the faith, yeah. the, 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 the forgiveness of the New Testament believer. So we're quick to forgive, quick to, to, to operate in grace, yeah. operate in love, but uh, not with the devil. We don't love the devil. <laughs> and uh, we're going to be a fierce warrior That's against right. him, and yet we're going to have the, the grace and love and compassion and favor and faith and all that of the New Testament believer to, to bless people. Well, hey, it, we've been preaching a long time here, yeah. 36 minutes. Well, you know, it really puts the onus on every single individual, which lets you know that this is per person, not just a club that you've joined, but that, that it's an equal opportunity, authority, dynamic. Amen. Men or that women. God gives you everywhere, without discretion, or without discrimination, towards uh, gender, you know, class, age, you know, uh, finances, any sure. of those things, and certainly not country to country, that it's by heart. And as you give your heart to the Lord, as you learn the Word of God, as you're filled daily with the presence of the Lord, then you're able to go out there and dominate and take authority and do it on behalf of the kingdom of God in such a more powerful way than just a religious monotone concept of life. And so we're going to have to go for today. You know, you folks on Facebook Live, uh, you may not know we do podcasts, but this Mm. is an audio podcast that we just decided to make a facebook video today while today we were doing well. the audio mm-hmm. uh but uh you know we could have gone to the office and had our our headphones and our professional microphones <laughs> we just thought we're at home let's just do something you know quick right and uh, uh but understand that you can get all of our podcasts at terrymize.com 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 and uh, there's some i don't know maybe 80 80 podcasts archives Sarah, we put yeah. a new one up every wednesday today's wednesday we call it word wednesday and so uh there's some 80 of them that you can just tell us to preach and shut up and preach and shut up just turn us on turn us off and uh, and they're all just like this they're good and i tell you we're talking about how to whip the devil how to win and uh, so grab your cup of coffee and your bible and, and just join us uh, every wednesday for a for a podcast at terrymines.com right. and once in a while we'll do one of these facebook videos if y'all like them we'll do them <laughs> uh, but uh, we we enjoy we love you we appreciate you i see lots of partners lots of friends uh, popping up on the, on the screen. We appreciate you watching. Uh, several from, right. from different countries have, have popped up and popped in. And, yeah, I saw Danny and, Romick uh, on there from... Uh, oh, was Danny on there Danny a while ago? From, from Bogota? Columbia. Columbia, South yeah. America. My goodness. Well, we have... You know, you can always find us, too, on the website, terrymizeministries.org. 
and the phone numbers and any way to contact us. And we're happy to pray and believe God with you and all the products and wonderful sermons that Terry has ministered. And then don't forget to pray here. Coming up here on July 29th uh, is Terry's 50-year celebration in Fort Worth, Texas, Sunday wow. night. 50 years. 50 years. And um, Started when I was 18. I'm 68. That's 50. That's 50 1968 right to 2018 that's 50. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna celebrate. And two years before that as a youth leader. Yeah so we're excited about that and believing God that there's going to be great things happen here this year and see the Lord do an amazing uh, breakthrough and uh, lives change like never before. I, we uh, just had a man of God prophesy over Terry the other night and just say some things about uh, going to do new things you've never done and, and better than before. And, well, and why be, not? And be creative. So, you know, I always want to go with whatever the positive side of life is going to be. So let's just believe God for that for everybody. Yeah, and those of you that want to join us on the 29th of uh, July, that's the Sunday night before Brother Copeland's right. uh, Southwest Believers Conference starts in Fort Worth. Uh, starts the next morning, Monday morning, uh, on the on the 30th of July. But on the 29th, the Sunday night, uh, we'll be at the Marriott Hotel out, out by the Speedway, uh, north of Fort Worth. And and uh, Daryl and Kathy Joe Baker, Kathy Joe's been on here listening. That's right. uh, asked if they could put that on. I appreciate. It. They asked me last year. They said, "Isn't isn't next year your 50th in ministry?" I said, "Yeah." And they said, "Was anybody having you a party?" I said, "Now nah, you know we you know pastors can do that because they have a church building and then they have a congregation that can do that. But that you know traveling ministers and missionaries don't do that." And they said, "Well, let us do it for you." So they've got people involved, and they've even got Mark Barkley involved. And Mark told me yesterday that he he's going to be there and. And uh, and so they've got lots of people involved, and and I hope somebody comes. I'll be embarrassed if nobody comes <laughs> after fifty years. But uh, but if you want to come, call my office and uh, let us know that you're coming. So kind of an RSVP type thing, so we'll know uh, what to plan for and how much food to have and, and that sort of thing. And uh, we love you. We're for you. That's right. TerryMize.com. You can pick up our podcast audio. God bless you all. We look forward to seeing you next time. And just always remember that, you know, as Terry's always said for all these years, that you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors. See you Jesus next. said it first. That's right. Bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.